Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, LeVar, you mentioned this in your uh, Good, Bad, and Ugly. You talked about John Morant, right? Yeah. And so uh, yeah. for, for yeah. those of you out there, don't worry. By the way, uh, anybody listening on the Blowtorch AM570 LA Sports, for a full recap and in-depth dive of that game, we're turning over to none other than Petros Papadakis coming up in about 20 minutes from now. So I'm sure he'll be nothing but positive about that whole situation. But when it comes to the John Morant situation, which was LeVar's ugly and our Good, Bad, and Ugly a short time ago. I mean, would you guys agree? 
Yeah, it's not a great look, not a great look for anybody involved. And so now the conversation turns to what happens now. Yeah, that's a great – and that's – don't you guys feel like that is a significantly great question? How harsh should the penalty be? Because, again, whether people want to acknowledge this or not, you could be as offended by this as you like. You could kiss my ass. It is a privilege – to be able to make the type of money that guys make playing professional sports not it is it is not anything else it's not a right it's not your right it's a privilege and with that with that being said you earn the opportunity to be able to be privileged enough to be compensated for playing a professional sport so when you when you make a mistake, you make a mistake, you get reprimanded for it, you get a penalty for it, you're punished for it, you learn from it, you show attrition and is it attrition? Contrition. You show contrition and, and, and you know you show some remorse and, and and you show understanding that what you did was incorrect and you're gonna be better for it moving forward. When you don't do that, to me, you're disqualifying your right. You're disqualifying that privilege to to be able to participate. Like, and and I don't I don't find that to be egregious. I don't find that to be too aggressive. To do this two times in the amount of time that he's done it, I wouldn't be. Sh- I I would I would seriously think that the NBA should consider suspending him for a season. Not for a couple games, for a season. And you know what? If you if you make this same mistake again, then I mean I think we gotta ban you from the league until fur- further conversations need to take place. But I don't think that with all of the things that are going on as it applies to firearms in America, and you don't need to be a freaking brain surgeon to see all of the mass shootings that are taking place and all of the gun violence and all of the gun conversations that are taking place in America, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that this is part of what's going on in our society right now. This is a problem. And you have a stalwart, you you have a megastar who's brandishing a firearm and doing it recklessly and loosely out here in these streets. If you want that to be the example and 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 the standard that you're setting as the, Na- the National Basketball Association, that you're you're okay with one of your star employees doing this, then you know I, I think you have to accept the consequences and the repercussions that go along with you allowing for this to actually be minimized and be okay. I don't think you can minimize it and I don't think you can allow for it to just be okay. That's my that's my take on it. Well, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA was asked about this last night on ESPN about his thoughts initially when he saw the video and also what a potential punishment or what the ramifications could be. Here was the NBA commission. Honestly, I was shocked when I saw this weekend that video now 
We're in the process of investigating it, um, and we'll figure out exactly what happened to the best we can then. It's, again, it's the video's a bit grainy and all that, but I'm assuming the worst, you know, and, uh, but, but we'll, fi we'll figure out, you know, exactly what happened there. The consequences there, an eight-game suspension was pretty serious and something that he, at least to me, seemed to take incredibly seriously in that time, and we spoke for a long time about not just the consequences that could have on his career, but the safety issues around it. Um, could have injured, maimed, killed himself, someone else with an act like that. And also the acknowledgement that, as you said, he's a star. I mean, he has an incredibly huge following. Yeah. And that my concern, and I thought he shared with me, that millions, if not tens of millions of kids globally would see him as having done something that was celebrating in a way, you know, that, that act. I mean, if you're celebrating at, being a thug is what he wanted to say. Like, let's just be clear what he was trying to dance around because culturally speaking, he doesn't want to get canceled by cancel culture. But the whole word thug that's synonymous with anytime somebody of color does something incorrect, he didn't want he wanted to dance around it. But be clear. John Morant is doing things with a firearm that portrays him in the light of being a thug, period. And if you want to be offended by a black man saying another black man is doing acts that portray them in the light and in the way of being a thug, be my guest. I have absolutely zero issue with it. If you got a problem with me because I'm saying it, be my guest. Have a problem with me because you know what? Chances are you're probably a thug too. Or you harbor one. You raised one. You own one. Whatever it may be, you got one on your hands if you got a problem with what I'm saying. Because if you're okay with what John Moran is doing and, and, and damaging his career the way that he's doing it, unnecessarily unneeded, unwarranted, for no reason whatsoever, that's what Silver wanted to say. If we're being real about it, if we're going to keep it 100% a buck from the hip, that's the problem here. He makes himself look like a thug. He makes your league look like you're condoning having thugs in your league. Period. That's what he wanted to say without getting canceled. So he couldn't say it the way he wanted to say it. But I'll say here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, that's what he meant. That's what he wanted to say. And he would not have been incorrect in saying so. Adam Silver's got to lay the hammer down. Yeah, I was going to take a little different approach to this in talking about it in the sense that of all the commissioners, Adam Silver tries to be the good guy. He tries to be friends with everyone. He tries to be likable. Where's that gotten in the NBA? In all seriousness, like if I was an NBA owner, I would be so incredibly hard on Adam Silver to be like Roger Goodell. And, and the interesting thing about Roger Goodell is he's very polarizing. Most people don't like him, or maybe there's some hatred towards him if you want to use that word. But the truth of the matter is the NFL is by far and away the most healthy and best professional sport in America, maybe even the world. And in large part, you can look at the success and the way it's pulled away from other professional sports and attribute it to when Roger Goodell took over as commissioner. He's stern 
with how he's handled matters like this under player conduct policy, which was always within the collective bargaining agreement, mind you, the commissioner's powers to do what he has done, what Roger Goodell has done to discipline players. It was always in there. It was never enforced the way Roger Goodell has. And maybe even he's led up to some degree over the years as they've encountered different obstacles. But he has put the NFL in this position because he's taken on the villain role where he's okay being booed by the masses when he walks out during the draft or booed when he walks into a stadium or where merch is made about him you know, with a clown nose. Whatever the case. He's okay with that. You want to know why? Because he's being paid a ridiculous amount of money to run the best professional sports league in America. And he's okay with being the villain. He's okay with being the bad guy. He's okay with doing the work that has to be done in order to make sure every single owner's happy. If there's any issue with a player and their conduct, it's going to be, it's going to be addressed. It's going to be handled. It may not always be perfect because every scenario or situation is unique. And there's legal matters that play a role too, as, along with the, the judicial system that plays a role. But you couldn't find, in my opinion, two further commissioners in the manner in which they handle themselves. Where Adam Silver just wants to be liked by everyone, which just wants to get along. And Roger Goodell could give two craps. He could care less. Because he knows their stars coming up every single year in the league. Which you could make the case, yeah, NBA stars tend to last a little bit longer and they've got more sway, but in part because there hasn't been that line drawn. There hasn't. And this is an, this is a, an area specifically that Adam Silver should put his foot down and be cognizant of everything else like LaVar's talking about that's going on in our country, in our society, and start trying to become a bad guy. And whether that fits him or not, uh, so be it. But if I was if, – if, if, I don't know even who the strongest owners are in the NBA, but I'd be calling them right now and being like, you got to do something about this. Like before a tragedy happens with John ja Morant or a, another athlete, because that's the other thing what happens when you allow John ja Morant to continue this pattern. It only opens up then the possibility of other players to follow suit knowing that these are the repercussions they're going to face. Adam Silver – is going to potentially set a precedent one way or another, whether he punishes John Morant and the length of which he does it, or if he doesn't and he lets him off soft. You're going to find other players that eventually find themselves in this situation, and they're going to say, well, I know I can get away with it because we've got a soft commissioner. He's not going to punish me the way it was if it was a different professional sport. I mean, that, that's, that's the other thing that needs to be factored in here is at some point Adam Silver has to put his foot down and he can't be everyone's friend. He's got to be the commissioner of the NBA. What's your best guess? What do you guys think he gets popped for? I think no less than 50 games. I just, I, I, I just think as serious as this is now, it was, it was shocking the first time and and you take it for what it's worth at face value. The kid made a mistake. He's he's still maturing. You know he might still be entertaining the whole you know the, his crew type of crew love type deal. Like all right, he made a mistake. But after knowing the severity, which that's that is certainly silver and the NBA's uh, 
that should have been their main priority is to make sure that this is is seriously handled and they understand the magnitude of what he did and others as Q mentioned others in the league should understand the seriousness seriousness and nature of what he's done and and you give him you give him the suspension that you gave him for him to come back and do it again and just casually be on social media and and this time first time you was holding your strap you're holding the gun but you weren't holding it with your finger on the trigger he had his he he was holding the gun this time on camera this time if if you catch it on the live this time he's holding it this time he's got it he's got it he's got it handled this time yeah Jeez. yeah he's holding it like that if you don't suspend him for a year and 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 make it an example of saying this is you should really have zero tolerance for that type of behavior. You really should. You should have zero tolerance. So if you don't suspend him for a year for the season based off of the severity and nature of what he did for the second time, because now he knows, then you have failed to let him know or help him understand the severity and nature of what he did as an infraction the first time. And that is now a, a, that is a, a criticism. That is something that is going to fall at the feet of the commissioner and of the league. And if that's what you want, then you don't suspend him for a year. If you want to, if you want to invite that scrutiny and that criticism in on what it is you have going on and how you run your operation, then then you take it light on them. But to me, it's got to be no less than a year. Yeah. And, and understanding that if you ever do something of this nature again now, out moving forward, you're out of the league. Yeah. You're gone. This is, worse. this is way worse than, than failing a drug test. It's worse. You're basically you're condoning violence. You're a star of a league, and you're condoning death. Like, hello, guns equal death death the way you're doing it the way you're glorifying holding that strap you're glorifying violence hello well i think uh gilbert arenas got suspended for a year when he brought guns to the locker room in washington were you in washington when i that was happened? there yeah I was there. so i think he got suspended for a year so there has been a precedent set <laughs> and go figure and that was the David dude Stern. he was beefing with with them guns career then creatin or whatever his name crittenton yeah. yeah what ended up happening with him he went away right oh he went away yeah pay attention if you're showing that that's the type of character you have if you're showing that's the type of person you are, look at the correlation. What about the other one, the dude for, that played for the Nets that that had the history of dealing with guns and messing with guns? Ended up, didn't he shoot his dog and then and then ended up doing something else and then jacked up his his, his, his car driver or something oh, like Jason that. Jason Williams. Jason, Jason Williams. Yeah. Come on, man. And then it's always, it's always, oh, that's too extreme. That's too extreme. The Crittenton. Look up Crittenton. Tell me what happened with Crittenton. It had to, it was something. For what? For what? Y'all want to talk about, I'm, I'm overreacting. Okay. What did he do? Okay. There we go. There we go. 
I happened to study a little sociology and minored in a little psychology while I was in school, just so we're clear on the fact that I do break down psychoanalytical and, 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 and mental emotional makeups of how people handle things and what they do. And, and if you're jacking up animals and stuff like that, you could be a serial killer and all these different things that go into the mental makeup of why people do the things that they do. And the one thing that you always learn when you're studying things about how people are emotionally and, and mentally, how they're wired, you don't think they're crazy until they show you they're crazy. You don't think they're a killer until they show you they're a killer. You don't even know if you're walking around somebody who who does some of the most heinous acts or does some of the most violent acts and different things like that. You don't know until you see it happen. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, this is too light or you're you're taking this way too seriously or you're going way down uh, a lane that you shouldn't go down. No, I'm not. Because these are the very people they showed you who they were. They showed you who they were. And you didn't pay attention to it. You didn't make a decision based off of the person that they showed you who they were. And the saying goes, and it'll always remain true, if a person shows you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Bottom line. Two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, we are going to have a Wednesday tradition. The old P, Pep- Petros Papadakis is yours, and he's next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up, we are going to have the BQ News in a little over 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. But right now, we welcome in the old P on Twitter. He is Petros Papadakis. He is the co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch. AM570 LA Sports, also a Fox college football analyst as well. Good morning, P. Condolences in advance. For what? Well, the Lakers lost. Yeah, the Lake Show. Sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry, Petros. Sorry, man. You know, you don't see a lot of headlines when a team loses a game that Lakers lose, but they feel good about the second <laughs> half. It's like, what? would you write that if Denver lost? Yeah. Probably not. You know, Petros, Jonas said that to start the show. Yeah. He really was clinging to that narrative, and that's where I had to push back a little bit because I'm like, you got your ass kicked basically for the first half into the third quarter. And it was the fourth quarter where you dominated, but, I mean, what does that mean when you lose in the Adjustments, end? Brady. You just don't That's understand. Right. That's right. Right. There's, everybody becomes uh, Naismith this time of year. We've ignored the NBA, and now we're like, well, if they move Hachimura over to <laughs> Jokic. There you go. They found something go. and all that. Uh, <laughs> and, and that could very well be true. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not Hubie Brown, but uh, I think it'll be an exciting series. And who knows? I think the Lakers can win it or the Nuggets. <laughs> okay. Because one or the other is going to win. Hmm. But the reaction to every moment on social media and then the headlines about these series is is pretty interesting. And I don't remember it being like this. When I was young and like the Lakers and Celtics would be going back and forth with Robert Parrish and Kareem. You know what I mean? I don't know if everybody on social media would have been like, they made a bunch of lucky shots tonight. We're going to win tomorrow. You know, it's like, okay, Uh, good luck to everybody involved. Uh, But yes, uh, the headlines are interesting because the Lakers are the Lakers and they're a brand that helps the NBA and they're doing great. And LeBron is LeBron, and he's a brand that helps the NBA. 
well, at least he used to be, and the headlines surrounding him get a lot of clicks, just like it used to with Kobe. So I understand the league's need to gussy up a loss or to over-celebrate a win, and maybe the Lakers will make it to the NBA Finals, and we'll have another three weeks of inundation and saturation. I mean, while we're still in NBA, let me just get this one out of the way. I'm curious as to what your take is on Ja Morant uh, popping up with, with with a firearm once Well, again. I understand. You know, uh, I have urges too. Mm. And one of them is when I'm on some kind of social media live or something, I want to wave a gun around. I understand. I don't uh, – it's a, it's a desire inside that you just – you got to wave a gun around mm. uh, if somebody's <laughs> taking a live video – just a certain kind of feeling cloud chasing yeah it's like when you get home from a long day and you 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 itch you itch until you have that drink you know or that beer or whatever you reach for or or that gun or that gun on social media it's not enough to have your gun and to wave it around people have to see it waved around Mm. and that you know i it is a jamaican thing from Mm. what i understand because i consume so much jamaican media that everybody loves waving guns around in videos mm. <laughs> in every Jamaican video I've ever seen. Uh, but uh, And there is something to it. It must feel great. You know, I'm not a gun guy. Uh, I, I'm not uh, against everybody's guns either. I don't really know. Uh, they've always uh, frightened me, I think. But, uh, but uh, waving a gun around on camera must feel – it must be an irresistible feeling. Mm. You know? Irresistible. It has to be. I mean, for you I, to get caught not, two times. Yeah. I mean, he just – it is an amazing thing that he, that, that he cannot control himself from doing that or the thought process that would go through his mind to do it. Like, again. I'm going to remove my gun from wherever it is I have it. And I'm going to show it. Yeah, I want everybody to see this. Uh, Very interesting. Petrus, Hmm. how many Jamaican videos where they're flashing hand cannons do you watch a week, would you say? Well, whatever comes out. So, like, (laughs) like, you know, if there's a new Tommy Lee Sparta song, (laughs) I'm going to check it out. Hmm. You know, if Intense has it. Oh, there's a new uh, Jamaican artist called hype bastard oh wow (laughs) and he's got a song about uh something very popular in jamaica which is terrible which are uh, lottery schemes Mm. where you know they call old people in the united states and take advantage of them and take their money yeah yeah do they emails as well i feel like there's there's all like an email scheme yeah those go through india (laughs) the jamaicans will call you and be like hello (laughs) <laughs> I am from the bank of the Citibank. <laughs> okay, Citibank. what happened now, sir? <laughs> you have lost all your money and you must go. <laughs> anyway, anyway. That's Jamaican? <laughs> no. God damn. <laughs> Jamaican's like, do you want to think going out the street? Yeah, there, you nobody can be at the there you go. Yeah, like that. Wow. There you go. That was impressive. There you go. Petra, yeah. you're on do it, Do you man. know what I, I mean have... when I say I'm on Fiesta School? Yeah, there you go. I have no idea what you're saying either. Yeah. yeah neither do they. <laughs> hey, Petra. <laughs> Just because the language is constantly changing. You know, like the Jamaican patois I learned in yeah. the 80s from a nanny is uh, is different, you know, than, than it is now. You know, just like... Because it's all slang terms. Right, it, it is. Yeah. But but at the same time, 
It is a language. It you is know, a language. And some words. Patois is a language. Yeah, and some words it's are. It's broken English, really. Uh, I mean, yes, it is, but some words are, are, you know, like, what do you call a guy that walks around in Jamaica? I mean. A walk foot man. A walk foot man. Like, what? <laughs> like, you know, you just put those three things together. Anyway. Hey, Petros, can I ask a request? I love the language. Mm-hmm. I do, simple request. We're not asking you to do Don Martin or uh, Mike Bone or any of these other guys. Simple request. Can you break down and describe a fullback dive play in Jamaican? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You give him, you give him the ball, and then they go in, in, into the wall, the good wall, made, made by the by the man them, the man them in a, in a, in a, the plastic outfit. They might look through the fierce mask, and they might go on so in the wall. <laughs> And you must protect the ball with the arm. Uh, Both arm. Both. Can't have no one arm runner. (laughs) That was well done, Petros. Oh man, I, I just like what I just I, I don't want to hear anything else from you now. This is amazing. I'm sorry. This is amazing. This is like one of the, uh, your uh, look, greatest I, talents. I'm, stop making me culturally appropriate people. Oh, no, man. I love look. I love Jamaican culture. I collect uh, the music for years and years, and read the newspaper and all that. So, hmm. how, how living on the and being like growing up, being raised on the West Coast, how did you become so infatuated with with Jamaican culture. Well, I follow an Instagram feed called White Rasta Pasta. It's all <laughs> it's all white guys with dreadlocks talking like that, you know. Stay away yeah, from Babylon. Yeah, yeah, Babylon. No, no uh, uh, we had my parents ran a restaurant at night when I was, you know, around uh, your kids' age, my kids' age, uh, and uh, and we had a Jamaican nanny for years, mm. uh, and. We would listen to, you know, not Bob Marley legend. We listened to real Jamaican music. A lot of it I figured out when I got older was uh, recorded or uh, done in Britain. Uh, but uh, we listened to a lot of that, and she taught us Jamaican culture. And so, but, you know, when she uh, left, uh, I remained interested in it. And when we got old enough, my had an older brother. So we would go to concerts, and, uh, you know, we were just, we're, we were into it. It's a rough place, you know. It's if you read books about Jamaica, you understand what they mean when they talk about political violence, like what that is. You know, it's not a bunch of people protesting with with giant uh, gauges in their ears. It's it's much different than that. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I've always found the place interesting. Hmm. I have a giant Jamaican island uh, poster in my room. Hmm. Nice. What's the name of this Instagram account? Rasta white, pasta. white Rasta Pasta. <laughs> You've never seen White Rasta Pasta? No, I'm not. It's all like white hippie people with dreadlocks. So. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it now. I'm a bald head, though, you know. Or a crazy. Sum, or crazy a sum, bald head? Yes, I, and a sum comb. Hmm. You'd also maybe call me, which means sometimes I comb my hair, hmm. which means I'm not a... Uh, a lot of people have misconceptions about Jamaica... That it is like a, a an island of a bunch of uh, dreadlocked weed smokers around a gigantic bonfire. 
And the truth is, like, maybe 5% of the population is Rastafarian, which is, you know, like a Hare Krishna, sort of. Like somebody who is very adherent to the Old Testament and all kinds of stuff like that and wears certain clothes and lives in a certain kind of commune or whatever. And that is a misconception. It's fantastic. That I was thought he well was done. still going. I was I was waiting yeah. for more. I, no, I I'll mean, tell you about the JLP and the PNP, the Jamaican late. I thought you was going to get into the Nazarites and all of, all of well, that uh, stuff, the stuff was going the 12 on. Twelve tribes you know? of Israel. Yeah, come on, I thought uh, you was going to go deep. But you know, when Jamaica went uh, to Jamaica, when England uh, gave them their independence, uh, you had a huge struggle that remains today between these two political parties, Mm -hmm. one of which was controlled by the U.S. or the CIA, the other with a lot of influence from communist governments, including neighboring Cuba, especially back in those days. And what they would do is supply young people, like 12-year-old boys. With guns. Yeah, with M16s and stuff, Mm -hmm. and just uh, wear a certain color T-shirt, orange or green, and attack the the other uh, the opposition supporting neighborhoods mm-hmm. and get after each other. And when you listen to a lot of the lyrics of like reggae songs that white people will just be singing, you know, like <laughs> you know, uh, uh, a lot of it is about that. I couldn't believe the other day I was uh, I was at that concert that I, I I host the stream for in Redondo Beach called Beach Life. And Sublime was up there. Mm, I like and, Sublime. Uh, and they sang, you know, because the wicked carry us away, captivity require from us a song. And it's like, wh- are you guys really singing about you guys? Five white guys from Long Beach singing about the slave ship? <laughs> I mean, that's like, what are it you really like. doing that? Is well, that happening? That's what it well, sounded hey, like hey, right hey, there. Petrus, if not yeah. them, who you know? Yeah. yeah. How can we sing? I think King there's actually Alpha a long line. Song. Petrus waiting to do that. <laughs> Not yeah. in today's society. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's carry us away. Carry us away. I was like us. Yeah. And it's like all white people at the show looking like it looked like a Bruce Springsteen concert. Oh man. Uh, uh, how can we sing King Alpha's song in a strange land? Seriously. That's interesting. Well, hey, listen, uh, oh, you, you know what's funny Twitter. at the end of that show, they had the Whalers play. Mm. Which, you know, it's not the same band as it was, you know, in the 70s, but it's a great generational band. Is and, Junior still playing? Uh, Is Ju- he still playing with them? No, no. Well, I'm sure he does on he's occasion. Still, I mean, he's still with the Whalers that go out now. It's the family man, uh, that guy. It's the uh, bass drum combo that is the uh, kind of... the the. But anyway, just everybody's watching, like, backstage, like all these bands, all these weird... You know, indie bands and stuff came out to watch the Whalers, and they opened the show. So, you know, it's like noon on a Sunday, and everybody's like, wow. And I was like, yeah, after you guys watch white guy reggae bands all weekend, those are two black guys playing the drum and the bass. That's what it's supposed to sound like. Those are Jamaican dudes. And and it shook the sand in Redondo Beach. <laughs> Hopefully we get some more uh, real reggae acts from Jamaica next year. Hmm. Well, uh, you can get him on Twitter at the old P. How about uh, that? If you have any uh, play requests for him to do in Jamaican, uh, maybe he'll uh, provide those with nah, you. That's on a one-time media. thing. All right. That was well done. Well <laughs> done on the spot. Uh, and then uh, 
Petros is the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which will have a special co-host this Friday. I'm hearing rumblings of yeah. uh, the old P and I are. You've graduated from the good hole college. Yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, so you can uh, listen to the Petros and Money Show on AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst. P, we appreciate it. Always fun. Let's do it again next week. Cut am a graduate from the good old college. Yeah. Big up, big up, <laughs> sports knowledge. Yeah. Did, y'all know, did you understand what he said? Yeah. What did he say? He said, uh, keep listening to Two Pros and a Cup of okay, Joe on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Is that go. what he said? That's exactly what he said. Yeah, done. Uh, two pros and a cup of jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it is LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. So coming up next, it also is a Wednesday tradition. It's the BQ News, and it's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. If you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We will be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. And before we get to another edition of the BQ News, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Let's get things kicked off talking about Mother's Day. Mother's Day was this past weekend. We hope all the mamas out there were showered with love and appreciation like they should be every day. But one man in particular who's, well, he's got a lot of moms uh, to take care of and talked about is uh, Nick Cannon. Uh, and he's confessed that he mixed up uh, some of the mother, Mother's Day cards to the moms of his 12 kids. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. He Which is not surprising. Up? Yeah, he mixed them up. They're all, they're all moms. How, how can you mix them up? Yeah, I think there's maybe some specifics or details. Tried to personalize it a little uh, bit. Who cares? Uh, uh, they're they're your baby mamas. How many different baby mamas does he have? He's got 12 kids. and Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. It's 12 kids. Yeah. I don't know. You've been slanging. It's a it's lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. You're the destroyer. Please. <laughs> You're a claimer. All right. Speaking of moms, you know, sometimes moms, when they have kids, they have a little breastfeed. Well, one woman caught her friend breastfeeding her baby not once, but twice. I mean, this is just wrong. What do you is mean, caught her, caught her? What does that mean? Like she caught her friend with the baby okay. on her breasts. Okay. Why would that be? Some people okay. don't. I mean, some people don't believe in being caught. They just feel like they're breastfeeding. That's, I'm just curious. That's like, creepy. What? That would creep me out. Like, some people just whip it out wherever they're at. Like, the baby's hungry. I'm whipping yeah, it out. Yeah, the right mom. Here. But right. the mom's yeah, the mom, friend. Not her friend. Right. What do you mean? But that's what I'm trying to understand. She caught her. Like, where, where did she catch she her? She caught it her, her friend. Her friend the was, mom was of breastfeeding a child. somebody else's Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now that makes sense to me. Yeah, now that's weird. That's creepy. <laughs> you caught your friend breast, breastfeeding Twice. your child. Twice. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Now that is That's bizarre. not my friend anymore. You're not my friend anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's All right. Yeah. Well, okay, let's thank you. before this thank gets us in trouble. Thank you. And we have to finish with a story from Florida. A Florida man, he throws deli meat and threatens to steal an officer's <laughs> gun uh, and walkie-talkie. 
as well as the patrol car. <laughs> he was throwing deli meat while <laughs> he was making those threats. Yeah, at, at the Catch what this would, meat while I talk as to you. He was later arrested. What kind of deli meat would you it guys was probably throw? salami. I, I would salami? be throwing salami salamis around. A little thicker. Yeah. I'd be swinging them bad boys. <laughs> Catch this meat, all of love. You sucker. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts